3: Good Morning Football is a production of the NFL in partnership with iHeartRadio.
0: Good Morning Football.
2: It's a beautiful wind. From Munich, this is Marion Plotz, the home of good morning football all week long. We have had an incredible set of shows. And uh, wait, what in the is that Peter? Peter! Peter! <laughs> what the <His> hell? <laughs> have you slept, Peter? No. Oh my yeah! God! Oh,
3: my God. oh, he made it. Sit oh. down. Sit down. Sit down. Please, Let's, please, we got to talk Bills Vikings, please, Peter. Sit down. Peter. Have we
4: talked about Nahim Hines' impact on the Bills offense yet? <laughs> Peter, no, sit down and tell us where Odell is going to land right now. Oh. Let's go. Oh, yes. <laughs> Good
5: morning, football. Yay.
4: Peter said, guten tag. <laughs> guten tag. Good, I Good day. I was looking for a man bun. Yeah, yeah. I got on a plane in New York. Yep. Hold on. That was a lot of fitness. Yeah, it was. <laughs>
2: This is good business. This is good morning for uh, I, This is
4: Old Trapper Beef Jerky. Old Trapper. Hi, Old Trapper. Um, <laughs> we love Old important. Trapper. Very important. Yes, they are. I love their Old Trapper. I love this granola bars. Yeah. I was on a plane at 5.30 p.m. Eastern in New York City. I have not slept. Uh-huh. I just landed. I don't know what time it is here. Uh-huh. I am so happy to be with you guys. You've been kicking butt the last few days. I'm out of breath. Let's enjoy it. My man! Right, now it. we're back.
2: Oh my gosh, Peter. So wonderful Ooh. to see you. And uh, the show is all the same. Ian Rappaport is joining us every once in a while to catch mm-hmm. us up on everything that's happening across the league. Uh, for example, speaking of the Bills and Naheem Hines and uh, Josh Allen mm-hmm. took mm-hmm. a nasty hit on his elbow last weekend. What's going on with Josh Allen?
6: Yeah, one of the bigger mysteries heading into this week of football. Josh Allen, where does it stand with his elbow that got hit right at the end of that game last week. Here's my understanding of where it stands, guys. Josh Allen believed to be dealing with an elbow sprain, a UCL sprain, uh, which is something actually he has had in the past, not considered to be a major, major injury, which means the belief is that it is something that he can play through. I am not saying that he is definitively playing this week. That is described to me as being up in the air. Essentially, we do not know if Josh Allen is going to be on the field this week. From what I understand, he is expected to be limited in practice and then will be judged day by day to see how he progresses. It is also going to be something of a functionality issue as well because sometimes with this injury, it affects the grip of the football. And as you could imagine, gripping a football, fairly important for a quarterback. It's not a pain tolerance issue. If it was, you know that Kyle Brand's guy would be playing against the Vikings on Sunday. It is simply how well could he grip a football and how bad is this injury going forward? So elbow sprain for Josh Allen and the Buffalo Bills, guys.
2: Wow, that's huge news. And uh, as you mentioned, it's Kyle Brand's guy. He talks to him every Tuesday, Josh mm-hmm. Allen. Did you chat with him?
3: I did not talk with him yesterday, purely because of logistics. I was at a soccer game. I'm in Europe. He's getting ready for the Vikings. Mm-hmm. But I should be talking to him today, and I hope I am. Because okay, a uh, lot to catch up on.
2: Absolutely. Thank Kyle sir. Brand's basement. Yep, we're going to keep an eye on that elbow. Everybody is, it feels like. Because that matchup, it's one that we've been looking forward to. Mm-hmm. It's the 6-2 and two Bills. Yeah. They're hosting the 7-1 and one Vikings. Mm-hmm. These two teams, um, this is a really superb Week 10 matchup. Could could it be a Super Bowl 57 preview? I'm just... It's It's fun. Why not? It's an option. It's an option.
4: We're here in Germany, and I was asking some of our awesome crew members who I just met Mm -hmm. my first day here. uh, If the Vikings were to play the Bills Mm -hmm. in a Super Bowl, it would be a lot like Leipzig facing Freiburg. What's that mean? Very good. Explain. Leipzig and Freiburg are two programs that have forever been involved in the Bundesliga, and yet... They've never won the chip. We're talking about two franchises, the Vikings and the Bills. Can I get some NFL Films music? Absolutely. Yeah. Can I get it's some free talking Can I get some Purple People Eaters? 70s we Vikings. Oh. We're talking about Chuck Foreman out there, number 44. Four different Super Bowl trips for these Vikings. Four as a franchise. Never mm. could get... The job done. What's up, Alan Page? You went on to be a U.S. judge. You did. Um, you've got this team here, and then you've got the Bills and their fan base. <laughs> You're talking about four straight Super
7: Four Bowls. straight.
4: You know, I talked with Sean Payton on the weekends for my Fox gig, and I said to Payton, I said, it's amazing that, this, that the, the Cowboys won three and four years. He goes, how about the fact that the Bills went back to four straight Super Bowls. You're talking about two fan bases who are yep. so hungry, so starved for that Lombardi, that if this was the Super Bowl, Vikings, Bills, I think fan bases of the other 30 f- franchises would be like, you know what? Okay, Good. Like, I, you know,
8: like <laughs> I like it. Those fans it. They've been they
4: through a lot. To me, this is all about Leipzig. It's all about Freiburg, and it's all about the Bills and Vikings fans. I, I would be here for it. I would sign right now, and both teams are playing that
7: good. I love that.
3: Yeah. There's so much to unpack for you from what you just said. Uh, Bjorn Werner was in the show with us yesterday. Mm-hmm. He was incredible. He brought a lot. He's not telling us that Alan Page became a U.S. judge. That's what Peter's here for. The other thing... Freiburg, is that, that sounds like a sandwich at a fast food place. Yeah. Like Freiburg is back on the side. <laughs> Guys, is it pronounced Freiburg? There's no way it is could it be. Is it Freiburg? No. Um, we have to talk about the Buffalo Bills and the Vikings, allegedly. Yes. You know, the Bills that the Josh Allen thing looms huge, of course. Yeah. And listen, maybe he's out this, maybe he's out this weekend, maybe he plays. And maybe he throws for 400 yards against the Vikings. We honestly don't know. I will say this, if it's the worst case scenario and he has to miss time, then we're going into Case Keenum mode case Keenum. and we get the Case Keenum Vikings game that's really fun. I would just say this, I think the Bills stakes lie here. Peter, you said this earlier in the year. I don't think that they're losing at that stadium. I mean, all season. Like, I don't think mm-hmm. they're losing a playoff game in Buffalo, and the facts bear this out. Do You know, during the Josh Allen regime, he's played six playoff games, three and zero at home, zero and three on the road. Wow. Oh, that's it. Wow. It's just nice and even. So, I still, I honestly believe that the Bills get home field advantage. I think it's a wrap. I think they're going to the mm-hmm. Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. If they don't, it's all up in the air. Mm-hmm. As far as the Vikings, like, we can't get this far into a Vikings conversation without not saying the word Eagles. We, oh? we have to say Eagles, because first of all, they have to lose a game. And it's a fascinating commentary on Kirk Cousins that he's always has the yeah, but. Whether it be the playoffs or the primetime, the Monday Night Football. He has an in-season yeah, but now, and it's yeah, but the Eagles game. Yeah, but they, they, those guys killed you. I rarely see a game that hangs over a team this much And this will hang over it month after month after month until they avenge it or beat them. This was an absolute shellacking in which they didn't belong in the same field as the Philadelphia Eagles. So it's fun to run Alan Page footage, Peter, and the people leaders. Uh, I'm looking at the green purple leaders right there. They destroyed them. So Philadelphia, we hear you, we see you. Vikings Bills, fun Super Bowl the Eagles gotta lose a game first yep. yeah
7: very true I'm here for it you said that each team went to four Super Bowls never won one just throwing it out there I've been to one Super Bowl I'm a Super Bowl champ went once won once that's perfect I mean, So maybe those organizations need me there I don't maybe know Jason but, what are you, what are you saying?
2: saying you're on the show I'm,
7: you're right I'm, you're we're here, winning, we're
2: not Super Bowls, that's the Super Bowl. you got
3: a leopard collar on you're yes. talking about going back to play <laughs> <Yeah>. what <laughs> what is <laughs> that
5: what is <laughs> that? Like, <laughs> uh,
4: that doesn't work that would be a good like
3: stadium arrival outfit though
7: St. Paul reference for you, soccer fans. For me, you said it. Buffalo, it all rides on Josh Allen's elbow and everything that comes out of we'll that. we But the Vikings, we're not talking about them enough. They're 7-1. They've won six straight games, and they're getting it done. It may not be pretty. They're not winning in a, a great fashion. It's ugly sometimes. But their coach said, Kevin O'Connell said, they're playing complementary football in the critical moments in those games. In order to get to a Super Bowl and win in the playoffs and do all of those things, you have to find ways to win close games, especially in the fourth quarter. And that's when they're showing up the most. And you alluded to it, too. That game versus the Eagles, it sticks out in our minds because that's when they played a really good football team, the best team in the NFC, someone they may have to defeat to get to the Super Bowl. But for the Vikings, their next four opponents is going to tell us everything mm. we need to know about them. They God. play Buffalo next which we already mentioned. Cowboys after that, Patriots and then the Jets. If they can go through those four game gauntlet and have good games, maybe go 3 and 1 something in that fashion versus those four teams, we may be looking at each other like hey, mm-hmm. the Vikings yeah. are for real. I don't I mean, know. Can
3: do it. If what if they beat the Case Keenum Bills and it's like yeah, I know, and they beat that and the Dallas and the those I
7: still don't know if we'll know. Case Keenum Bills still has the number 1 defense. I don't know. No, Bills are good. How is it possible
2: Here. that we are mentioning Case Keenum right now and like when I think Vikings and I think about them going to Super Bowl as of late, Case Keenum comes up in my mind. It's because of the Eagles, and it's because they went to Philadelphia in 2018, in January 18, yeah. and there was so much, there was the snowball effect, because it would have been the first team to play a home Super Bowl, because right. if the Vikings had beaten oh, yeah. Philadelphia in that game, they would have gone on to Minnesota and played the Super Bowl. What'd they do? 38-7. to 7. This was not a so bad game. I was doing pregame hits for CBS that day, and I was wearing the underdog mask. Remember, they were sold sure. out. You oh, had to yeah. find one. Kyle Rudolph shows up at the game, comes off the bus, walks over to me, hands me a Vikings hat, and says, "I'm a Minnesota girl." He goes, "I cannot believe you just did that on TV. Mm. You wear this Vikings was hat. It I'm, it, James? I'm so mad at you." And it? I was like, "How do we take some of that anger and apply <laughs> it to the <laughs> NFC Championship? Because that's showing. It's not just about a Monday Night Football game this year. This Eagles at home for the Vikings have been such a problem yeah. the last couple of yeah. years. So yeah, this could be cool. Like, great, rah rah, Bills, Vikings, but like, Vikings got to take care of business against yeah. Philadelphia because right now they're just the angrier." Is team. there anything they
4: can do? Because that was week. No, no. Is there anything they can do to get the stench of that game out of our mouth? Like, they can go 16 and 1. It's not good enough. I think it's
2: Jason's point. stomp on the next couple teams because the next couple teams they have are really good. Like, Bills, Cowboys, the
3: Especially in the if, if they beat the Cowboys 33 to 20, I'm like, oh, man, that's pretty impressive. Yeah, yeah. So I, yeah. there is something they I can actually yeah. want to yeah.
4: give our show a little bit of credit. We went through a full Viking segment and didn't have any of us rip our shirts off and wear chains. and do. What a- are you talking about? I know, I know, I know. <laughs> that's, that's, later. Later. that's later
2: on. Things you do for social media. You that's know? right. Uh, yeah. On November 13th, the NFL makes its debut in Germany. Live on NFL Network, it's Tom Brady and the Buccaneers taking on DK Metcalf and the Seahawks. Wake up and watch with the world. It's a huge moment. Sunday morning football live from Munich, November 13th at 9.30 a.m. Eastern only on NFL Network and streaming on NFL+. Plus. That is Allianz Arena, a game we went to last night between FC Bayern Munich. I thought I was really cool because I caught on my phone a single goal, the first one that was scored, and you went on to score like five plus. It was an unbelievable game. We had such a great experience as an entire network at Allianz Arena. That is the grass in which the NFL game, the first one in Germany, will ever be played on Sunday. And we are honored now to be joined by our next guest. He is the president of FC Bayern Munich, one of the most successful clubs in the world. Again, an incredible match we saw last night. A big good morning football welcome to her. Herbert Heiner. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Welcome. There you go. So um, earlier this year, Herbert, the NFL selected, as we mentioned, Allianz Arena to host this first game ever to be played in Germany. Tell us about the atmosphere. We saw it last night for football, but what do we expect for American football to be played on Sunday?
8: I mean, you saw the stadium last night. It's definitely one of the most spectacular stadiums in the world, hosting uh, one of the best football clubs uh, in the world. And the game last night was great. Uh, We had 75,000 spectators in the stadium. Mm -hmm. They all were cheering for the team, and this is definitely what we can expect for Sunday as well. There is a great community for American football here Mm -hmm. in Germany, and if I have it correct, when the the game was uh, opened, uh, the ticket sales it was sold out within one minute. Immediate. And at least half a million uh, would like to come to see the game. And we have uh, visitors tomorrow not only from Germany, from all over Europe. So I'm definitely looking. Looking forward, uh, a funny thing is 10 years ago I negotiated with Roger Goodell the Adidas contracts for the NFL. Wow. Yeah. How was that negotiated? Full yeah. circle. Oh, it was it he, he, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. He's an easy one yeah. at the, other, yeah. p- the table, huh? It, it, was, <laughs> it was not just one session, I can tell oh, you. Oh, yes. Yeah. Well, he's the reason to- we're here.
3: Yeah. And, uh, and I don't mean in Germany, I mean on television. So uh, it's awesome to see you. Peter's Thank you, Roger. Laughing it up. Peter's a little jet-lagged, as we say, so we're just going to fight through that. You grew up a huge fan of FC Bayern growing up, and your, yes. your soccer legend Franz Beckenbauer was your guy, and you yes. loved him. What does it mean to see not only year after year, but decades of winning for FC Bayern? What's it been like for
9: you?
8: I mean, Franz Beckenbauer was definitely one of the best uh, football players in the world. And he and uh, with some other players created the history of Bayern Munich. They won three times. uh, Today we would say the Champions League uh, at that time in uh, 74, 75, 76. And this was the foundation of uh, the great success Bayern uh, was enjoying over the last 40 to 50 years and we have won now 10 times in a row the German championship and we're on the way to win the 11th in a row.
7: Oh, I love that. Talking into existence and you guys have been doing it forever. You're a great program but not only that we know the men's football program is awesome but you guys do so much more. Women's football, women's basketball and you guys call yourself the biggest sports family in the world. What is it about you guys and why is that so important to you?
8: First and foremost, we have 295,000 members uh, and this is definitely the biggest uh, football club or biggest sports club uh, in the world. But we are really proud for that, that we are not only football or men's football. Mm-hmm. We have a very professional uh, women's team which won the German championship two years ago. Mm-hmm. We have a basketball team which is one of the best, definitely in Germany, but also one of the best uh, in Europe. And we do a lot of sports within mm-hmm. the Bayern uh, family besides of that. And this is what uh, we call it the DNA of uh, yeah. Bayern that we are not only football and wherever we play on professional level we definitely want to be the best. Oh, Herber, it, it's so cool that we're here
4: but over the summer you got to be stateside in the United States and you brought FC Bayern you guys came all the way to Lambeau Field. Yes. What was it like being in Green Bay? And what was it like seeing a functioning franchise yours playing in Lambeau Field this season? We haven't seen one from our I meant
8: first and foremost
4: That was I a joke guys that was a Packers joke. <laughs> Eric, go on. Oh, yeah.
5: <laughs>
8: Ha, ha, ha. First and foremost, I have to say that the whole journey uh, was great because we have been in D.C. before. We were at the Capitol uh, Hill. Uh, We were at the Museum for American and African History. And then we went to Lambeau Field and played against Man City. It was a stormy time, uh, you might remember. But the stadium is so, how should I say, so much history. Mm -hmm. And everybody talks about Lambeau Field when they play in winter times by Mm -hmm. minus 20 degrees. It's quite... uh, History Do you think the
4: players did. felt it? Like, the you got, the soccer player, they knew yeah, the understanding was, of, course, of it? of
8: course, because a lot of our football players are definitely fans of American football. <laughs> they know a lot about the players, and uh, we just spoke about the legend, Franz Beckenbauer. There is a legend coming on Sunday with uh, Brady. Yeah. Mm. Uh, so uh, uh, these guys are our players. They are so much more interested, not just only in European football, but also so in American cool. football. So
2: listening to you speak about soccer, you know your entire life has been entrenched in the sport. Yeah. You know it in and out. But but as you have come to know and love American football, you must have a better understanding of the game now. Is there a position, an American football position, that you know if you were out there playing a snap of football that you would want to play?
8: Good. I was, when I played football or soccer, I was fast, I was agile, mm-hmm. I would believe this compares to a running back. Yeah. yeah okay. Oh, here we go. Next
2: to Kyle exactly. Brandt there. That's a pretty good yeah. one to punch.
8: That's our running back.
3: The lost art sometimes, the running back.
8: But he is definitely back. more resistant than me. Huh? Well, yeah.
2: See, different styles, different yeah. running styles. Different uh,
3: running styles. Yeah. So many beers, so many sausages. <laughs> okay. um, you mentioned it you guys not only have a game here Buccaneers versus Seahawks you have the greatest player to ever play the game Geno Smith is coming No, uh, Tom Brady what what are your impressions of Tom Brady it doesn't get talked about much but he's 45 years old and him coming to Germany what does that mean
8: I mean you just have to have the highest respect for what he achieved in his uh, career and uh, how careful he is uh, with his body how disciplined he is Mm -hmm. and he still we just saw it on the last weekend that he is still able to decide games uh, and I'm sure he will bring the Buccaneers uh, back whether they will win the Super Bowl right. again which I guess is his uh, big desire this will be out but uh, I'm uh, so keen to see him uh, oh, playing uh, mm-hmm. no, it's fantastic
3: we have to indulge one more question Um Tom Brady is a famously picky eater, a selective eater. What will he eat here in Munich?
8: Uh, definitely not sausage. No, it's <laughs> I do believe that he will eat more uh, salad and. More salad. salad. You guys I have salads? Of course, of course they do. Original, yeah, original they do. Bavarian salad. <laughs> Bavarian <laughs> salad. I love it. Yeah. That's what we get.
2: Herbert, quickly, um, the cheer, like an FC Bayern Munich oh, yeah. cheer, is there one?
8: Uh, you sing songs maybe? Uh, yes, of course. Oh, okay, yeah. Oh, now okay, we're talking. That's oh got yeah. It. There is the famous song, the Stern Der Stern des Südens, The Star of the South. Oh man, I thought I could adopt it right oh, away. Yeah.
2: Yes, You're exactly. I that, was going to do it. All right, that was my best attempt. Herbert Heiner, the president of FC Bayern so, Music. I know, it's so thanks wonderful to you. Thank you for your hospitality yes, last yes, night. Yes, at, so cool. at Allianz Arena. That. We cannot yes. wait to be there.
8: Uh, we are in a spectacular place here. Yeah. This is the city hall. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. on that balcony, this is where we normally celebrate our championships. Oh! Yeah. oh. In the last 10 years, we have always been on the balcony, and most probably in summer next year again.
2: Thank you so much, Hubert Heiner. Thanks. We appreciate you. you. Coming up on Good Morning Football, Sarah Walsh. Uh, She's going to be up on that balcony. No, she's somewhere in Munich. He's out. Uh, She has been with us all week in Germany, updating us on everything we need to know for Seahawks and Bucks. We're going to check in with her and find out who she's been talking to a little bit about football, too. They
3: drive the duck boats right through
0: here, guys. This is it. I love the duck boats. I love them.
1: Offer valid on select AK systems through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details.
2: Good morning, football. Hey, we're back live on Good Morning Football live from Munich. All right, Sarah Walsh is going <laughs> Sarah Walsh Candyman, is us, candy, no, no. I oh. Sarah, where are you? Oh, you have found it's <laughs> the NFL is slowly infiltrating. And Sarah Walsh has found herself
10: in the middle of it. Give us a little tour about what you're what you're living right now. Yeah, the NFL has taken over. We are in audience Plots, which you mentioned, and it looks a lot different than when we got here a couple of days ago. Very cool. They are getting everything set up and uh, this is just awesome around here. And and soon there will be fans walking in amongst the helmets.
7: I love that. The fans will be there. They're looking at helmets. They're shopping for jerseys. They may be looking for a Geno Smith jersey And those Seahawks. No rolling. They love them here. Sarah, what's the latest with Seattle?
10: Yeah, who thought Geno Smith would be the hot jersey a couple months ago, right? In this preseason, but he's having an incredible year. Look, I talked to his tight end, Will Disley last night. The Seahawks practice on Tuesday. Tuesday is a day that they're typically off in the NFL. The Bucks chose to keep their schedule the same. They did not practice yesterday. The Seahawks did. I asked Disley, if you go back a couple. A of months ago could you have imagined you guys would be in this position and he said well we probably thought that but he did say there's sort of a new energy around this Seahawks team and he said it comes from this feeling of selflessness and i said to him tell me. Gino has to, a little bit, find some joy in the things that have been said about him, maybe perhaps at times, maybe even on this show, uh, given what he's doing. And he said, look, Gino gets his joy first and foremost from winning. However, he said, yes. Is it nice that he's proving the media that wrote him off wrong? He said, of course he's loving that. And he said, and he'll continue to love that as long as this team continues to keep winning. They are going to arrive here tomorrow morning. It has been awesome out here in Munich, and apparently there might be some rain so that would be very appropriate when the Seahawks come to town that it might start oh, raining yeah. but mm. I don't know guys we've been so lucky so far maybe like I, I just don't even believe the forecast I think it's going to be beautiful still that's great thank you Sarah thank You're you Sarah remember Sarah. what they said you yeah. Smith which yeah.
4: I loved they said that uh, you know Gino says They wrote me off. I didn't
5: write them back.
4: Ooh, Gino. Talking talking about a guy that I always write back. Can we get to Will Selva? Okay. Will, I'm here in Munich. I'm working on zero
9: hours of sleep. There's just a fire out of my breath. How you doing, buddy? (laughs) Doing well, my friend. Now it feels whole. I have to say, though, you may need to adopt an umlaut in your name. You may Um, have to also get a man bun, bun, my friend. Man bun. Your hair's long enough, so... Mm -hmm. Just Mm -hmm. saying, but great having Mm -hmm. you on, my friend. Glad you were there. Have fun. My first story, we saw one of those helmets, I believe, that Sarah had there. It was a Colts helmet. Of course, they have a new interim head coach. That would be Jeff Mm -hmm. Saturday. We didn't know who their play caller was going to be, but now we know as Saturday has named 30-year-old pass game specialist and assistant quarterback coach Frazier Parks as his offensive play caller. Park Frazier is what I should say. Try to get that straight beforehand. Now, we also heard from Indy's former head coach, Frank Reich, for the first time Tuesday. Reich telling Fox 29 and Indy that it hurts to get fired in the middle of the season, but adds, quote, I have a tremendous amount of respect for Mr. Ursay, and I've come to trust his instincts and his knowledge of the game. Now, up next for the Colts, the Raiders, who made a surprise move Tuesday in releasing 2019 first-round pick Jonathan Abram. Now, the safety had played in all eight games for Vegas this season and had the second-most tackles on the team. Abram, the latest first-round pick under Mike Mayock and John Gruden to be cut loose. Cowboys owner Jerry Jones telling 105.3 The Fan. He anticipates running back Ezekiel Elliott will be back for Sunday's game against the Packers. Elliott missing the Week 8 win over the Bears and also having the bye week last week to heal up from a knee injury. And the Steelers defense getting some good news, says Defending Defensive Player of the Year. T.J. Watt is scheduled to be activated off injured reserve this week, meaning he has a chance to play Sunday against the Saints. Watt has been sidelines and suffering a pectoral injury in the season opener. Pittsburgh going 1-6 and six without Watt this season. And certainly, Jamie, they could use him because that defense is currently ranked 29th in total defense. So he certainly mm-hmm. will be a sight for sore eyes for Steelers fans.
2: Absolutely, Well, Thank you so much. Whiteboard Wednesday. Okay. Uh, whiteboard Mittbach. Uh,
9: because so whiteboard mid-buck. doesn't
2: translate. So whiteboard mitbach. The Bucks and the Seahawks face off at Allianz Arena on Sunday. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Uh, the crew helped me out. Uh, for the first regular season game ever to be played here in Germany. The player. So the, the game gets played. The player whose jersey will be seen most in Germany mm. after this game, heralded because he comes over and he makes a name for himself, will be. I,
4: I think that this this culture in this country has seen some great footwork in its day. Mm-hmm. Bastian Schweinsteiger was one of my favorites. Franz Beckenbauer, mm-hmm. Thomas Mueller. Mm. Do you know about Michael Dixon, no. the punter no. for the Seahawks? This Australian beauty is one of the best punters in the entire game, and I can see him blowing this crowd away. You love your European. Football, we love our American football. Together, there will be synergy with an Australian booter <laughs> named Michael Dixon. Look, I don't know if we need to know every rule and every intricacy. I don't know all the rules. Did Dez catch it? I still think he did. <laughs> um, but I do know great footwork. I know great okay. punting. And I think Michael Dixon's going to be a stud right. in this game. Move over, Schweinsteiger. Love your work. Yeah, it's I, about Dixon. I can't
7: wait to come back to Munich and just see Michael Dixon jerseys, the punter just all around Everywhere. Germany. Yeah, Peter everybody wearing them. But I'm going to raise your punter, and I'm going to go to a wide receiver, okay. Tyler Lockett. He is the guy. He's leading them in receiving yards this year. And this guy is fun to watch because he's 5'10". He's 180 pounds. So if I'm here and I'm watching a game and I love American football, I'm like, hey, I don't really know if I can go out there and do that. I'm watching Tyler Lockett blow by people, running around catching passes, catching touchdowns and I'm just like, hey, you know what? Tyler Lockett, I can see him walking down the street. I can see him right here, out here doing these things. He's out here on the field catching passes (laughs) from Geno, scoring touchdowns. He has a low (laughs) voice as well. He fits the persona like, hey, Mm. I can be Tyler Lockett. So everybody's going to have their jerseys on after this game. Tyler Lockett, go have a game.
2: You guys, there's a reason why the Seahawks are uh, the top fan base franchise in Germany. It's because we're just going Seahawks, Seahawks, Seahawks because I'm going to Kenneth Walker, okay. the third. Uh, the Michigan State Spartan is having a hell of a rookie season. He's second in rookie running backs behind Damian Pierce. Kenneth Walker looks fantastic. And this, you know, having it the third feels very regal, royal. Like, <laughs> yeah. there's, Germany has an incredible history. I think if somebody's walking with Walker, the third, you're like, and also, this game is about growth in Germany, and, like, this is just the beginning for Germany and the NFL. So pick a rookie, and I then this it. guy will be known for the rest of time.
4: An investment. Uh,
3: I'm An supposed investment. to I'm supposed to zag here and go Bucks, but, listen, United States is a young country. Mm. We have rock and roll, mm-hmm. young rock and roll. DeKalen Zacharias Metcalf. <laughs> that's the one I want. Tyler Lockett could walk the streets here, Jason, and he'd feel like John Stockton in Spain <laughs> in 92 when, when people in Spain yes. were actually asking John Stockton if they could take their picture. Sure. That's fine. This is the this is the Charles <laughs> Barkley deal right here. This is the rock star. This uh-huh. is the superstar. That's who I want the jersey to be. Number fourteen Seattle Seahawks. DeKalan Zacharias, go get him. Look at the abs. Let's I, go.
2: I talked to DK Metcalf last night on the phone what? in preparation for the game, and he's first time ever leaving America. Really? Yeah. So oh, he's oh, that's to come. cool. I know, right? Awesome. It's a big deal. Uh, Germany. It's given us a lot of great things. Memories, uh, food, sausage. Like it's yep. an incredible experience <laughs> it's a great so far. Yeah. I think we can all agree though that one of their Best gifts to America, Germany is David Hasselhoff. Uh, Kyle took this picture just before the show. That's right out the Uh, studio. Hasselhoff live on tour. Ah, He's just out there. Joke? It's real. He's ever present. He is ever present. The Hoff may be known mostly for his acting tour, but he also had one of the most fascinating forays into music with songs like "Looking for Freedom," "Do the Limbo (laughs) Dance," and "Crazy for You." Your favorite music career from someone who's not really a musician the Hoff like really not known for that is.
4: Do you know that there in the Philippines there is a man who has a platinum album from 2006 followed it with something called Pac-Man Rock. Manny Pacquiao has an oh, incredible music. Oh, I know about music. this. He's got a lovely voice. Sometimes, sometimes like when
3: we touch. Sometimes
4: when we touch.
3: The honesty's too much. I know that song. I do too. Yeah.
4: And Manny is just a beautiful, beautiful songbird. I think he's amused <laughs> in a lot of ways. Songbird? And this is a man that has given us some of the great punches but also some of the great Great touching f- moments in right. music history. Someone say Manny Pacquiao.
3: I love that song. <laughs> I, I up. Google, Google Manny Pacquiao. Sometimes, sometimes, sometimes when we touch. touch. Yes.
4: I don't know if like who sings it. The originals like the like the Neville Brothers maybe. Who cares?
7: Like, yeah. Sometimes when
4: we.
3: <laughs> Jason, follow that. Yes. <laughs> honest, follow, you know how nice. I'm gonna
7: follow <laughs> with another platinum artist? Yes. He was a professional sports athlete, but he has some Germany ties. He lived over here. I'm going with Shaquille oh, Yes. He has Shag Diesel platinum album. But Shaq, he was over here. He lived in Vedfecton. I think I said American. that right. He went no, to I Kuda think it, no, American High School. Yeah, did I say it right? He came over here. He was 12 years old. I'm not a morning. I'm not Christian later <laughs> What's up, know? Doc? Kenny, rock? rock? There we go. Shaq <laughs> had the lines. He has the whole set right here lit up. Shaq got it done. Shaq Diesel. I love that.
2: I had a hard time coming up with this one. And so then when I saw this guy's name on my list of contenders, I was like, I'll go there because um, of our first name. Uh, Jamie Foxx. Jamie Foxx. Django on Chains. Mm. Blame it on so many of these movies, and all of a sudden, it's like, you my money. Like, Jamie Foxx, n- 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 and then he's in Ray, and I'm like, gold, is that him? Digger. My God, he, I mean, he worked with Babyface. Like, he's just, Jamie Foxx is so good at literally everything he does. This category could be like, Oh, uh, best businessman who's actually uh, something else. And like Jamie Foxx would probably apply because he just does, he picks up a microphone, he sits at a piano, and he's just gritty. It's
3: true. There was a point everyone in the world was going, I'm about to eat, uh, 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 uh. that was the club jam. Remember that thing? That was amazing. All right, a long time ago in a galaxy far, far away, I was a presenter at the 2002 <laughs> Teen Choice yes. Awards. I presented a musical act, I said, ladies and gentlemen, here, and you know who the musical act was? No, I don't. Oh. Jennifer Love, who was royalty in United States of America. I got to present her, and let me tell you something. I got to be next to her backstage. <laughs> and if you think yeah, that shot didn't, didn't take get the shot, shot, I shot it. And it was casual and it was respectful and it was appropriate and I think it was something along the lines of like what are you doing after the show? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And she said, "Oh, it's very nice. I'm going to my boyfriend's." And I was like, "Oh, oh and you want to who her boyfriend was? I'm not making we'll this up. It was the dude from LFO and it was like, "I like girls in Abercrombie and Fitch." That's who she was dating at she was this time. She's in the time. video. Yes, that's why. So she was with him. So like, I can't compete with him. I mean, come on. But this is the one. She had a song called Bare Naked. Still bops. I love it. <laughs> I love it. Absolutely love it. Jennifer, love wherever you are. Huge fan. I thought your music career was great. Absolutely. Like I, it was. I, a, I was a gentleman. She As was a lady. Gentleman. It's fine. I love you. I, and I'm not alone. I love you, Jennifer. We do love.
2: so many things on the show, but honestly, we win awards because you have no issue with secondary embarrassment, like no. for stories about that. Because I Get just like. down, Oh, you like, oh my God. I know, but like I just could. I, can, I commend you Wait so to much. Way you my
3: Kristen Cavallari story it went the same exact way. Oh my God. Exact. Oh same exact God. way. Just run down the list. Oh yeah.
2: no. Uh, speaking of pop culture figures, Aaron Rodgers is facing off against uh, his former head coach, Mike Cowboys, Packers. We're going to talk about it.
0: What's up, Doc? You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower,
2: All right, it's time for What's Your Beef, presented by Old Trapper Beef Jerky. Uh, Jeff's Saturday. Um, last Saturday, he tweeted, Raiders look horrible. Um, he was an NFL analyst and a broadcaster for ESPN at the time. Now, he's the interim head coach of the Indianapolis Colts. So it was two weeks ago, uh, he tweeted, Raiders look horrible. Mm-hmm. Now he has to be the head coach and face the Raiders. Wow. Look at how times have changed. Guys, do we have any beef with Saturday tweeting something like that? Now he's a head coach. Just, Peter, you're just joining us. We want to hear your takes on this whole Jeff Saturday conundrum. I saw
4: what Kyle said yesterday, and Kyle, I'm going to back you up here. I, I don't like it. Mm. I, I don't like the hire, and I and I can say this. Jeff Saturday, as you said, is a lovely man. Like, is yeah, it, I like him a lot. Like, like a great ambassador. But I, I look at this thing, and this looks like an owner who hit the panic button and said, I'm going to bench my quarterback who I paid for, you know, $40 million or whatever Matt Ryan makes. Okay, now that wasn't good enough. I'm going to fire my offensive coordinator who doesn't call the plays the next <laughs> week. And then the following week, I'm going to fire the head coach. And then I'm going to go to my good buddy and old pal, Jeff Saturday, mm-hmm. who's going to, you know, the fans, they love him. I love him. We tried hiring him in 2019 as an offensive line coach. Yeah. I, I, I don't know what the message is to the other coaches in the building. Mm-hmm. I don't know what the message is to the other players. And we are talking about the Rooney Rule. I don't know if you can play, uh, you know, go into the Rooney Rule intricacies in an interim head coach. But I do know on that staff, you've got guys like Reggie Wayne. You've got guys like Kato June you've got guys like Scott Montgomery guys who have been there as coaches mm-hmm. then you got guys like John Fox and Gus Bradley and even Bubba Ventrone who's a special teams coach there were other options this felt like a very comfortable option for the owner in this mm-hmm. case mm-hmm. And I'm going to wait and see how the rest of the season goes. But that tweet right there, I don't blame him for the tweet. You want to talk trash about the Raiders? When you're an NFL analyst, mm-hmm. you're allowed to do that. She's but now, do, that. Well, do you, well, you think, think they have
3: an N. N. Peter, to, let's say, he goes 4-4 four and
4: four or 5-3 and three the rest of the way to, yes, to make him I the man? I think so. I think really? they're double down. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You're going to mock my decision. Mm-hmm. I know better. Mm-hmm.
2: I, vote, I vote that we switch up hard knocks in season. Just send all those cameras straight all to right, the right. Indianapolis. Andy. Because we want to be in that meeting when John yeah. Fox has to say, OK, coach, what are we doing? <laughs> John Fox, Gus Bradley, seriously? Coming up on Good Morning Football. We've got a lot of great Yes, Well, we're going to talk Aaron Rodgers next. Hang with
0: us. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower,
1: Right now you can save $50 on Select Battery Tool Sets. Real Steel. Offer valid on Select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details.
2: Whether you are a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks.